0: Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of My Happy Mind Conversations, where we are going to be talking all about big emotions in children and how you can really start to understand them and turn them around. So before we dive in, I just want to acknowledge that big emotions are absolutely part of a child's development. In fact, they're really, really important because they're one of the ways in which children communicate their feelings. So the first thing to say is if your child has at any point or is right now exhibiting big emotions, then that's absolutely normal. And it's not something that we should reject or feel like we have to necessarily fix. Instead, what we want to do is take the approach of seeking to understand what these big emotions are telling us, and then think about how we can help our children to better manage those emotions moving forward. So the objective here is not to stop those big emotions being felt, it's to help our children to manage those big emotions in a slightly different way. So let's just start by talking about what big emotions actually are. Maybe for your child, when they get distressed, they lash out, they get angry, they scream and shout. Maybe they even get physical. Maybe for your child, when they're feeling big emotions, they kind of retreat into themselves. They go very quiet and they take themselves away. The truth is that all children experience big emotions differently and the way in which they respond to those big emotions can also be different. And there's no right or wrong way for a child to express an emotion. The main thing for you to know is that a big emotion is actually just an expression of how they're feeling. So whether they're a crier or a screamer or a shouter or a hider, they're still having those big emotions. It's just that the way in which they're showing those emotions may differ. And you may even be in a situation where you've got more than one child and they respond very differently, right? So one of them might get very angry, one of them might get very teary, and maybe you've got three and the other one likes to go and hide. All of those responses are absolutely fine. They're just different because we are all different as humans. So the first thing I wanna talk to you about is why a child chooses to express themselves through these big emotions and why it is that these emotions come out sometimes in the way in which we do. The reality is that an emotion or an expression of emotion is just a way that your child is trying to communicate how they feel. So if your child gets particularly upset in a situation, that's their way of trying to tell you that they're upset if they're lashing out and screaming and crying, that's their way of communicating those emotions. It's just that they don't necessarily have the language or the verbal language to share that with you. So instead, they resort to using either a physical language or some other reaction-based language. And that's why it's really, really important for us as parents to see beyond the reaction, right? So to, to look beyond what we see. And this is something that we talk about a lot in our My Happy Mind for Families program and in our schools program in terms of seeking to understand those actions or those behaviors. Because one of the things that we know is that our actions and behaviors are really just a manifestation of our feelings, and our feelings are really just a manifestation of our thoughts. So there's a really powerful model called the thoughts, feelings and actions model, which I've posted on this channel as well. So you can definitely check that out if you want to. And that is really talking all about how our thoughts then influence our feelings and then our feelings influence our actions. So when you're seeing this big emotion from your child, you're actually seeing their feelings and their thoughts. It's just that they're not expressing those through language. So, one of the most important things for us to do as parents is to, as I say, look beyond that action and behavior. So, when your child is having a big outburst or a meltdown or whatever their manifestation might be, it's really, really powerful for you to try, and this can be hard in the moment, but to try and take a step back and seek to think about and seek to understand what might be behind that reaction. What are the feelings that your child is experiencing? and what are the thoughts that are leading to those feelings. Let's take an example of a child who really doesn't enjoy their swimming lessons and they are going for a swimming lesson, so it's happening. It might be that before you've even got out of the car, your child has started to exhibit these big emotions, whether it's tears or whether it's anger or whether it's fear, they don't wanna go in for the swimming lesson and they're showing you that through their actions. Now, for that particular child, what's actually going on is that the feelings that they have about the swimming lesson, whether that's fear or worry, are dictating the behaviour. And those feelings have actually come from the thoughts that they have about swimming. Probably things like what if I go underwater or what if I sink to the bottom or what if my swimming teacher is looking the other way and I need their help, right? They might be the types of thoughts that they're having which lead to the feelings of fear and worry which lead then to the actions or the outburst of, of anger or tears or whatever it might be. So what's really important is to be able in that moment to soothe your child and help them with those big big reactions that they're having, but also to seek to understand what those feelings and thoughts might be. Because if we only ever deal with the big emotion and the big reactions, so the tears or the lashing out, we're never actually getting to those feelings or those thoughts. And if we never get to the feelings or the thoughts, we're not going to be able to help our children in a sustainable way. It's a little bit like putting an old plaster on a leaky bucket. It might hold for a little while, but the more water you put in, the easier it's gonna break. And it's exactly the same thing. If we only ever deal with the, the symptom, which is the big outburst or the big emotion, we're not dealing with the cause, which is how they're thinking and feeling about that situation. So developing this ability to kind of step back from the reaction that you're seeing and really trying to understand what might be going on for your children at the feelings and thoughts level is really, really a a kind of a superpower um, that parents can develop to help you better manage those situations with your children. Now, when you've done that, when you've started to understand and identify what some of those feelings and what some of those thoughts might be, what's really interesting is to start to explore with your children other ways for them to express their emotions and this is where emotional regulation comes in because as children develop they um, are able to develop new strategies and new ways of dealing with their emotions but they need some help with that so if your child's response to fear right now is to lash out and cry how can we help them develop a different approach to fear which might be talking or expressing their fears or whatever it might be And in order for us to be able to support our children with that, we have to build their emotional literacy. And in order to build their emotional literacy, we have to help them understand their feelings and their thoughts as well. Because if they don't understand where their big emotions and their big reactions are coming from, it's very hard for them to take a different path moving forward. So... If you have a child who has big emotional outbursts or big emotions and you're just not sure how best to cope with them, firstly, seek to understand. Seek to look behind the big outburst. Seek to look behind the big behavior. And secondly, start to have a think about how you can build your child's emotional literacy so they can choose a different route to express that emotion next time around. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the My Happy Mind Conversations podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review and a comment below and I'll be back next week with more science-backed secrets to building happy and resilient children. Don't forget you can come and follow me at My Happy Mind on Facebook and Instagram. Take care.